Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 15% It's time for the Youth Sports Show with the Fans High School Insider, Big Time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking about the Milwaukee tight end camp coming up June 19th and 20th, about six weeks away. We need to talk about it now to make sure people know that this is coming up. And Jim Place is in studio. Jim, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, we've met before. Uh, yeah, we have. You're uh, you're you're somewhat of a mainstay around the, the, the high school sports scene, the youth sports scene around Milwaukee, so uh, most coaches are... Proud to say they've met you at some point. Well, I years. appreciate that. You know, when uh, you're you're a guy, you don't forget. You're you're you look like a tight end, yeah. coach. I got to tell you. And uh, looking at your bio, um, team captain, tight end at Ball State University uh, a few years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, ah, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. You look like you could still play a little bit. <laughs> at least can be deceiving. But thank yeah. you. Hey, I asked uh, Gary Ellerson one time. I said, "What's it like to be a running back, college, pro football?" He said, uh, "What do you mean?" I said, well, physically, what's it like? He said, do you really want to know? I said, I do. He said, get a football uniform, put it on, go out to your alley, and run into your garage door 25 times, <laughs> and then tell me how you're feeling the next day. So as a tight end in college football, how, well, how was that physically for you? It's been a while, and the position's evolved quite a bit, but um, I, I loved every second of it. it. I was very, very fortunate to be able to, to play in high school and in college, and um it's it's a definitely a very physical position. They, they've kind of, like I said, evolved that a little bit, but uh, back in the '90s and you know, and prior to that, it was, it was three down tight ends. You're expected to do really uh, everything that a lineman would do in terms yeah. of blocking a level one player, a defensive lineman, and then get out in, in the pass game and really do the things that the wide receivers and backs do. So it, it was great. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. So okay, I went to a school called Chaminade Julian down there. Um, it, was, it was a good school right in downtown Dayton. My dad was a head coach. I had the the, uh, uh, the opportunity to play for him and had a great experience and went on to Ball State. Was that a good experience for you, playing uh, for your excellent. father? Yeah, it was excellent. It was, it was uh, you know, as good as any years I've ever had in my life. You know, it's interesting, doing this youth sports show, we get a chance to talk to a, a lot of guys who are coaching their sons and daughters, as, as you do. Um, and I did the same. Yeah. And I coached Matthew in, in AAU basketball in high school and, and uh, read a book called Coaching Our Sons. And it's an old book, and some people get a hold of me and say, look, I'm having a hard time finding it. But uh, Coach Tank, basketball coach up in Dodgeville, Wisconsin, wrote this. And it's it's got guys around the state. It's a state of Wisconsin book. And it's the good and the bad and the really ugly, some really ugly stories, Coach, about families breaking up mm. over it. And uh, I learned, I, I read it a couple of times, um, coaching uh, my son Matthew, and, and learned a lot from it. And one of the things I took away from it is once we got to the kitchen table after a game or a practice, I was his father, no longer his coach. And that's that's that saved, I think, a lot of heartache on my side and his side. Um, once I learned that very valuable lesson, the other lesson was from um, Coach Showalter, 
basketball coach at Germantown for a long time, and he said the lessons I learned from coaching my two sons. I, I was I was a different guy when I coached my older one, and I learned that the the lessons he had to learn through that were difficult lessons for both of us, and the younger son benefited from that. And so it's interesting. I I I would seek out guys to to say, hey, look, is this working? Why is it not working? I, I was tired of having to sleep on the couch because my wife didn't think I played my boy enough. You know that kind of, that kind of stuff. Um, but you you enjoyed the years playing for your father. Yep, those were like I said. You know, they they were great years. It, um, I grew up, you know, being around the practices and being around his program. So you know, finally getting my my three or four years with him. Were just, yeah, they were just incredible. I wouldn't trade him for anything. Is he still still with us? And still, he is. He is. Yeah. He's uh, my dad's in his early seventies. He finally just hung up the whistle uh, about a year ago. Really? So, yeah, he was he coached down around the Dayton Cincinnati area for for about fifty years and had some really good years and a lot of good times. And how's he feeling about retirement? Uh, he still has the itch. It's in his blood. I think you know. I'm I'm nervous with that. Thirty six yeah. years coaching basketball. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I'm retiring now. Are you? Yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, and we won a state championship. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I, I don't know if you could plan it any better. Uh, Coach Wallersheim and the boys at Martin Luther, you know, we took care of business and, and uh, got in the car and thought, boy, it's a good way to end this thing. Uh, but 36 years is enough. Your dad did 50. I don't know if I had 14 more in me, Matt. <laughs> I just don't. You know, that it's funny because to ask him – a question like, have kids changed over the years? I, I On my show, Faith in the Zone, I asked a, a football coach that, um, and he said, no, they haven't. It's funny. He says the exact same thing because I, I often ask him that, and, you know, are we being too hard, too easy? Do I not understand uh, kids today? He says, yeah, they're the same. They all want the same thing. They want. We've uh, changed. Society around them has probably changed a little bit, but, you know, as men, DNA is th- not. This guy said, look, I, you know what, Mike, when I, when I, I was a head Division one football coach at the age of like twenty eight, the youngest in the country, and I wasn't far removed from playing, and I was single, and I was one of the cool guys. Yeah. He's now I'm forty four. <laughs> I'm married. I got three kids. I'm not the cool guy anymore. And all I want to do is get a practice, go home, and see my kids. They haven't changed. I've changed. No, We've flipped. changed. He said, "Now they they put everything up on Facebook and and Instagram and all you know anything <laughs> they can. That's changed a little bit, but they're still still doing the ridiculous things that I did as a freshman in college. And hey, when when you went to Ball State, uh, you're staying home then, right? Close. Uh, he was in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it was a couple hours right away. Right in the Midwest. Yeah, right in the Mac. Uh, there was a lot of uh, the Mac was Dayton was recruited pretty heavily by the Mac. So yeah. It was, uh, um, yeah. Ch- ch- did you have choices? Um, I did. It's similar similar type programs: Miami, Ohio, Western Michigan types. You know. Yeah. Uh, how did Miami of Ohio let you get out of the? Yeah, it's, it's let it's, you get it's out of the state. Mac. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a kind of a very nuanced conference, but yeah, I ended up going over Ball, to the end. It Ball State, a good decision for you. It was excellent. Yeah, had great years. I had some success on the field, some bad, you know, some lean years too. But it was a great education. I met my wife there. Met some lifelong friends. It was, it was excellent. Thanks How did you get to Milwaukee then? Uh, I came up here right after school. I had kind of a, a very specialized degree that a master's degree that I was able to get and uh, led me up here for a job. And my wife was from here, um, so you know, you married uh, a Milwaukee girl. Uh, yeah, yeah, smart boy, yeah. smart, yeah. smart boy. Um, and and you've stayed. You yeah, you love stayed. the area and absolutely love it. What do you do for a living? Uh, so I work in finance. Uh, that's that's my day job, and then I'm able to. Uh, it, it affords me some flexibility to where I'm able to get out and help out a little bit with some high school programs. Uh, well, that's great. That and very very lucky. Hey, so this, uh, and, and I want to th- thank uh, Coach Mass over at Milwaukee Marquette, um, who sent me an email regarding the Milwaukee tight end camp that you guys are running. You, this has been established 2010. The thing that jumps off the page is the cost. Yeah. You guys really charge, like, unbelievable. It's nothing. No, there's, it's nothing. There's, there's no cost at all. Yeah. There never has been. 
Um, we don't anticipate that ever changing. We're, we're, we're very committed to that. Good for you. What well, can can I ask how you're able to do that? Um, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, and I get in the weeds with with guys on the youth sports show yeah. because it's interesting because there's a lot of camps to choose from, and there's there are all dollar figures that are all over the board. Hey, you can come to our camp. We've got some guys that play in college, and we're gonna we're gonna teach you the game. And and then I come up on the Milwaukee Ten End camp, and this has been around again. This is your nine for you guys. And you, it's free, including a, a camp T-shirt and snacks. And you've got some current and former NCAA football athletes that are going to be there. And this is a specialized camp. You want to learn the, the 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 position of tight end. This is the place to go, and you get a chance to deal with a lot of guys who play the position. Oh, that that's exactly right, Coach. And um, you know, to just back to the cost. Really, the genesis of that is is some uh, staff members that are just incredible. You know, everybody volunteers their time. They all believe in the game. They believe what it can do for young men. Um, you know, it helped them a lot in their lives, and they're they're all paying it forward. So, you know, I appreciate you saying that. And every other week this time of year, I do the WFCA show with Tom Swiddle, and mm-hmm. and we have guests. And sure. the the reason that started, Jim, is because Tom came in, and, and I've known Tom a long time. And he called and said, "I need to talk to you about something." I said, "Come on in, let's talk." He said, "I believe, and a lot of us believe that football has never been safer." But our president just said, if I had a son, I'd never let him play the game. Mm. And he said, we're getting killed out here. And he said, we have to tell our story. And I said, well, how do you want me to help you? And he said, we'd like to do this show every other Saturday in your off time. And I said, but I, t- I get some Saturdays off, Tom. And he said, <laughs> not anymore, pal. And and because I believed him, after after talking to him for an hour, he said, look, here are the changes we've made. Football is a collision sport, right? It's a violent sport. Yeah. But we have, as coaches, we have really changed. The days when I went to Messmer and we did two-a-days and you wanted water, they gave you a salt pill, <laughs> and we did a lot of you know bull-in-the-ring kind of stuff, <laughs> are over. Those days are completely over. Now we're talking about keeping your head out of the game. We're talking how do you tackle correctly, you know, all of that. We're not hitting it at the high school level nearly what I'm sure they did when you played, and certainly when I played they didn't. We're, we're not doing any of that anymore. And that's why it's it's way safer now to let young men play. And the lessons you – I always thought the lessons you learned in basketball were, were, were more than you learned in football, but I don't know if I believe that anymore. I, I think football teaches you a lot of lessons, a total life lessons that you carry. You carry them today, the stuff that you learned. I 100% agree. That's been my experience with the support, the intangibles that you develop, and that's that's largely what this camp is dedicated to. It's only two nights, but you get a real steady diet of, of character development and, and things that are going to serve you well in your life and um, you know, people sharing experiences that, you know, that they've had that the game has helped them have. In their lives, um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Just the the work ethic, the physical toughness, the, the, the um, mental toughness, all of it that goes with football. The, the empathy, the ability to work within a team that you know, uh, I, I don't know that you can replicate it elsewhere. But uh, it's, it's served me very well. You know, I tell this story. Joe Cook used to be my 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 co-host, and 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 he was telling a story, and it just rang out. And I can't. I always tell it when it comes to this part of of the the whole teamwork and trusting. You know, the guy that's playing next year. And he he brought in a tape from the from the game that they played the night before, and he said, "Look, when I tell you this, let me show it to you now." Okay. For three and a half quarters, our safety, who doesn't, and I'll show you how I know this, doesn't trust our cornerback. Our safety's in the perfect position. Now, with four minutes to go in the game, and we're up by four, and they've got to go eighty yards. Watch him, 
he takes two steps over because he thinks he's got to protect mm. this cornerback, and we get beat on a seam route mm. right smack where he's supposed to be. And it's because he doesn't trust the corner. He has to trust this corner. And I have to, as a coach, get him to understand that you have to trust and love the guys that you're playing with, and he'll do his job, you do your job, and as a team will. And it was a really valuable lesson to me. For three and a half quarters, this kid was in the perfect spot, and all of a sudden he took two or three steps over. He took him over to his right to make sure he could help the corner, and it cost their team a game. And he said, look, this is what I'm going to teach these boys on Monday. We start breaking down film that we have to trust each other. Oh, that's great. No, that's a that's a neat story. Coach Cook would know better than anyone. It's just such a collective game. You, you know, it's very rare that you see the diversity of body types and and, and, and physical skills. Uh, you know, collected together on a single team. And um, yeah, it's 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 really an infectious game once it gets in your blood. And, and like I said, it can uh, it can help you later in life for, for for a long, long time. Hey, if people want more information on on the Milwaukee tight end camp, and we're going to continue to talk throughout the hour. But now that I know you also coach Tom Mainville, talked about yeah. coaching fourth grade girls basketball against you. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about a lot of different things when it comes to youth sports, but we're going to talk about this Milwaukee tight end camp a lot. If, if people have interest in getting their – is it co-ed, by the way? Um, it certainly could be. We, uh, I can't say that I, I recall having a female participant, but it's non-contact. Uh, yeah, you know, anybody that wants two really positive nights of football and, and like I said, character development are more than welcome. Wait, what's the best way to get more system. information on it? Yeah, just please feel free to reach out to me. My my, um, my email is rjplace, rjplace89 at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook. I'll, I'll be real honest. I'm not a social media guru. We do have another staff member that handles a lot of that, but we'll get right back to you. Um, yeah, I looked at it. It's MTEC, so it's Milwaukee Tight End Camp. MTEC is their Facebook page. Also on Twitter, at Milwaukee TE Camp. Milwaukee TE Camp. And uh, these guys will get right back to you. Uh, tight ends entering the grade 7 through 12. Um, 5 to 7.30. It's going to be over at Milwaukee Tech, which is 700 South 4th Street, June 19th and June 20th. It's a free camp. You know what? What you need to do is make sure you've, you're, you're, you're dressed correctly. Bring your football shoes. Uh, bring shirts and, and athletic shorts. You're going to get a free camp T-shirt and some snacks and, and come ready to work. That's the key. It's 5 to 7.30. It's two nights. They're going to obviously talk a lot about that, that position, how to be a better tight end. In addition to the football training, going to focus on different aspects of work ethic and character development. So you're not going to just go catch passes there. They're going to talk to you a little bit. You're laughing because, you know, some of the camps go catch some passes and, yeah, you're a tight end. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, the, the past uh, catching as a tight end is kind of the, the, the cure at the end of the stick. We're, we're going to teach you how to block, too. That's uh, we're, we believe, you know, being really a holistic, well-rounded, diverse tight end. And in the, on the uh, on the information I got in in uh, this is a quote. The entire staff is 100 percent dedicated to, to ensuring every person leaves the Milwaukee tight end camp with a positive experience and as an improved football player. Again, he is Jim Place talking about the Milwaukee tight end camp coming up. Uh, in June, June 19th and 20th. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I am uh, Mike McGivern alongside Jim Place. We we're talking to Milwaukee tight end camp throughout the show. Again, established in 2010. The camp is uh, Wednesday, June 19th and June 20th at Milwaukee Tech. It's a free camp. 
And this is a guy that obviously believes in giving back to the community in a sport that he loves. I, other coaches that will be coaching, any guys that uh, I would know? You know, it's it's guys that are all about my vintage. Uh, we're, we're trying to uh, get a little younger. We're 10 years in, and we realize we, we've aged a little bit with our staff. But it, <laughs> uh, it was founded by myself and then uh, a guy named Jake Josetti. He's the offensive coordinator over at Marquette High and was a, a great quarterback here, Good. then played at Ball State. Really good quarterback. Yeah, he was he was a good player. Yeah. Um, Paul Conversen, who also played at Marquette High, was a state champion there. He's a coach there now, for has been for years, and was an All-American at the University of Dayton. And then uh, a gentleman named Eric Wisenin, who was from the Fond du Lac area, who went on and sure. played at uh, Madison, was a defensive I'm there on the Rose Bowl team. So that's kind of the core. And then we have uh, just a ton of buddies from from all over. The that's played. a really good core. Yeah, well, we're, unfortunately, they've given a lot of their time and a lot of their energy and effort to, to making this go for 10 years. And um, uh, yeah, Joe said he still throw the ball a little bit? <laughs> he can a little bit. Yeah, can he? he can. It doesn't zip quite like it used to. But, uh, <laughs> Boy, yeah, he, he certainly can. He was, he was uh, in this area back in his day. Yeah. He was the guy. Yeah, he's a, he was a big, strong guy. He was a great leader, high intangibles. And, yeah, he's yeah, a he, lifelong friend. And he could throw it. Oh, good for him! I'm glad to hear he's giving back. That's that's awesome. Hey, when when you were uh, coming in and and Mainville was walking out, he said, "Look, I we've met, we've coached against each other." And and for so, how many kids do you have? First, of I, all? I have three children. They're all young, uh, nine, eight, and uh, six. So, we're what, just what are straight. their names? Uh, that's Sophia. RJ's the middle boy, and then uh, Julia is my six year old girl. So, girl, boy, girl. Yeah, yeah. The girls take care of RJ, or is he... Uh... They do. By and large, they do. He doesn't see it necessarily day-to-day, but big picture, they're very, very good to him. Yeah. yeah RJ a sport guy? They are, yeah. They All are. three of them? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely love it. They love uh, everything about it. playing it, watching it. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun to share together. They get your size? <laughs> we'll see. A lot, a lot of chapters left in their books, but yeah, they, they would appear to be pretty big. How tall are you? I go about 6'8". Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, they... Um... If, if they love sports, and, and that's awesome. Which one of the three do you think is is uh, all three of them get it though? Uh, you know, right now we're just trying to keep everything positive. It's we're hard, to, right? It, it is. It can be. Uh, I've been. You know, we're we're just scratching the surface, but there's there's some uh, some silliness. What to it, what is your wife's name? Uh, Connie. Connie. Where did she go to high school? Uh, she went to Whitefish Bay High School here. She is your Blue Duke. Yeah, yeah. And then, Man, you know, Jim, I don't know my nieces and nephews' names, but I know all that stuff. You ask me at school, I know that. Oh, yikes! I'll tell you. You know, good for good for uh, for where, what side of town do you guys live we, in? We live on the north side, just just uh, just north of downtown, and that, that's where I work. And I'm able to, to to help out a little bit. Rufus King in the fall, so it's a it's a nice little circle to to, to live in. Which, Rufus King, good football program. It's great. Yeah, Coach Wozniak is absolutely incredible. Um, I'm so so lucky to be part of it. Yeah, it's, it's an excellent program. Yeah, I'm a fan of his. Does yeah. a good job with their baseball program does a great job with their football program and uh yeah the, one day we'll we'll you and i should have the conversation about the city conference because i'm i'm i don't know how to fix it and, and, and as guys you know what we want to fix stuff and i don't know how to do it you know i think it's in probably better shape maybe than the, than the outsider looking in uh would believe you know with mr molbeck's leadership and you know there, there's still some excellent coaches there's some excellent athletes you know, maybe there's some external challenges that, that, that we have that uh, that others don't, but there's still a lot of really things going on in the city conference. We still have a ton of pride in it, and there's uh, uh, some obviously incredible athletes still coming through there. There are, there there really are, and I and I think, um, I think there's 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 this is just a guy sitting behind a microphone who's done this for a long time, but there's tweaks that can be made, and and I know that look when you have when you have guys like like Tom and and uh, Patrick over at at Riverside. That have figured it out for a while and have had a ton of success, um, and then you have coaches come and go a little bit, and and you know it's it's hard when you're trying to co-op schools and one school closes at 
2.30 or 2.45. The other closes at 3.30, and now some kids got to get on a bus to go. It's just a difficult thing to do. You, you hit the nail on the head there. The, the love for football, the knowledge about football, certainly the, the ability to play and coach football is there. There, there are some challenges, like you mentioned, though, that, that, that you know that, that present themselves in the city. Yeah, man, it's, uh, is it Sophia? Yeah, yeah. Is she listening? Anything? <laughs> I, th- I believe so. Yeah, That's RJ's listening. Yeah, and what's the third one? Uh, little Julia. Yep. Little Julia. Yep. That's nice of you to give them a shout. Yeah, I, I hope they're that. they're listening and uh, they're they're proud of uh, <laughs> proud of their dad. Yeah, have you coached all of them? I have. Yep. I've, I've, it's it's still very early and uh and all that for them, but it's it's been great. I've, I've very much enjoyed it, just like you mentioned earlier. Uh, difficult for 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 you and Connie um, to have you coaching. How you, you seem to be kind of a laid back guy, yeah. and so I don't know. You know, obviously, when you played, you weren't laid back. No. But at this age, nine, eight, and six, on this youth sports show, we talk a lot about, you know, let's make sure that that we know that you're not playing for national championship. When and, and we see that, yeah. we see it. Look, I was one of those guys. And before, uh, when I coached, I mean, I was 17 years old when I started coaching, and a woman basically taped a game, okay. a big VHS deal, okay. and she gave me the tape after the game. Uh, Jim has said, here, I taped the game, but please don't be mad at me. And I said, no, you taped the game? That's great. She said, I didn't tape it for the reason you think I did. Oh. Please don't be mad at me. And she taped me. Okay. And you know what? To this day, this is a zillion years ago, I'm still embarrassed. Yeah. But I think not, you know what? Maybe somebody should tape some of the parents in the crowd, too. And that's hard. I'm sure it's hard for a guy like you. That's a great idea, actually. Yeah, it's... um, uh, it's. It gets a little goofier a little earlier than I would have expected, but uh, by and large, it's you know ninety percent good. You have a couple of bad apples. I think they probably move it a little quicker than it needs to move. Yeah. Uh, Do you have conversations travel. with 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 the parents a little bit? Um, we, you know, I think the key in my limited experience is setting expectations up front. This, you know, the only the only real goals here is to have a smile on every kid's face and have them leave. You know, saying I want to come back the next day, and anything beyond that is gravy. It's it's interesting, Jim, because on this U Sports Show, everybody has a different mission statement. Right here, our mission statement is, you know, we want to win as many games as we can, and that okay. Yeah. You know what? At least you put it out there, and that's what your goal is. A lot of people are look. We had somebody, some volleyball guys last last uh, people last week, and they said our mission is I want people to when they turn fifty to still be playing volleyball. Could care less for winning or losing games. I want to. I love this sport. Yeah. I love it, and I want to teach that love and show that passion because this is a sport you can play for as long as you want to play it, and that's what my goal is, and and, and I like that goal. I don't know if I can do that because I'm a little competitive, 100% average. I like to win a lot of games, yeah. but that goal was, was really interesting to me, and there's a number of sports that, look, skiing, running, yeah. you know, all of this yeah. that you can do forever, playing golf, you can play golf, and so the people are saying, "Look, I just want to show this and 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 teach our kids the love that I have for it." I think is really admirable. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I, I would love to coach that coach who wants the the fifty year goal. I think that's a, a great concept. I've never heard that before. But you know, the athletics is so much about the intangibles you develop and the self esteem you develop that you know to get caught up at, at age ten or eleven with wins and losses that that's, that seems a touch short sighted. Were you a multi sport athlete? 
Um, I was, I, I wasn't very good at anything else really. I wasn't great at football really until I got older. So no, I tried to be, I tried to play some basketball and run a little track, but yeah, football is always what I love. How about, um, Sophie, RJ and, and, and Julie, are, do you think, are you a parent that's going to say, look, I want you to play as many sports as no, possible? No, I will, that will All be, of them. No, those words will never come out of my mouth. That never is a long time, but I don't have a vision ever going that route. I wouldn't try to expose them as much as possible. And, uh, um, you know, maybe, maybe the, the very end of their careers, if they want to specialize a little bit, that's great. But right now it's as much as possible. So that's single sport for kids nine eight and six you told i i agree too i look i love especially for me um jim at the high school level i want i want you to play all of them i want if you can play for play for if you can look if you can do play baseball and run track and field and and make sure that each coach knows when i have a game or a meet i'm going to do that kid over at martin luther the serious crowley reed doing both Playing center field when they have games, going to practice when he can, and he's running. He's one of the fastest kids in the in the hundred in the in the state, and he's going to meets and he's taking care of that. And he's like, "Look, I just I want to experience everything I can at the high school level, and and I love that." That's really cool. That young man's going to be successful in life because he's up for a challenge. He's you know he's open minded and he's he's well rounded. And uh, yeah, I'm a complete proponent of that mentality. He uh, he was a big reason we won the state championship. He didn't. He was our sixth or seventh guy. But he led us, and he he was a leader on that team. And I knew, Jim, you'll love this. We're playing against St. Catharines in the sectional semifinals, and we're down at Racine Prairie, and we've got a couple minutes before we get to hit the floor. And as coaches, we were done, and he asked the coaches to leave. And I sat and I listened. And you probably shouldn't have, but I did. And you know what? He poured his heart out. He said, look, I've been at this for a while. We are not, today's not the day. We're not going to end this year on a loss. And and you know what? You starters, I want to play today. So you you better get ready to play right off the bat. And I'm listening to this kid talk to his peers. And I knew at that point we had a really good chance to win this thing. Hey, we're going to continue. And I apologize. We didn't talk about the Milwaukee tight end camp and all that segment. We're going to get more into that on the other side of the break. They are running uh, these guys, and, and, and Jim Place is the spokesperson, but there's a number of people involved in this, running the Milwaukee tight end camp. And it's uh, June 19th and 20th at Milwaukee Tech. It's a free event. If you have a son that's interested, grades 7 through 12, at being a better tight end, this is a perfect place to bring him. You get a T-shirt. You get some snacks. You get a learn a chance to, to, to learn how to be a tight end. Some, some guys that played at really high levels. And they'll also talk about work ethic and character development. I don't know how you get better than that. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Jim Place. Him and a bunch of his boys uh, running the Milwaukee Tight End Camp June 19th and 20th at Milwaukee Tech. A couple of ways to get a hold of him. Um, his email address: rjplace89, rjplace89 at gmail.com. Or you can go on Facebook, MTEC, Milwaukee Tight End Camp, MTEC, or Twitter is Milwaukee TE Camp, Milwaukee TE Camp, and uh, they will get you all the information you you need on this. And uh, there's a, a number of things that I think you need to understand when when you sign up your son. They haven't had um, a girl take come to this camp, but they certainly would not turn her away. No. If you wanted to learn to be a better tight end, grades seven through twelve. And again, it's uh, the 19th and 20th of June, but they'd, they'd like for you to register and get signed up now. Is there a, is there a uh, 
a limit on how many people you can no, take? Absolutely not, Coach. We have we have a capacity for as many people who want to come and get a good good couple nights of football, and then, like I said, character development. And the one thing I, I would like to emphasize. Tight end play is no doubt the the focus of what we do. It's such a, a unique position. But if you're looking for two good nights of football, if you're a quarterback and you want to come get a workout, you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of throws in. If you're a, a lineman that want to, you know, bend, football's football, bending your knees, rolling your hips. We're, yeah. we're, you know, if you're a corner that wants to come and try to cover some of our tight ends, come on out for a couple nights. You're, you're gonna leave a better football player. But one of the slogans of this is uh, invest in yourself as an athlete and a, and a young man. What I really liked in in the research that that I did was a couple of past participants and parents, when, when they're willing to go and give you some, some quotes, like my son wished camp was held for longer than two days, and it seems all the more and seems all the more motivated to try to do the best he can do as a player and as a person. Another one said, my son said he got more out of two evenings than he has out of any other camp he has gone to. Another one says, my son, he cannot wait to do it again next year. Look, we're talking about a free camp here. So it's not like they're going to roll out the footballs and say, play seven on seven, and we'll sit over on the sidelines. And look, we're going to give you a t shirt and a couple of snacks, but it's a free deal. And so you're, that's the kind of you know camp we're going to run. This is a camp that you guys are, uh, you, you sore after those two days? <laughs> yeah, it's neat. A lot of the staff members you know, aren't full time coaches anyway. We do have a lot of full time coaches also help. So. This is their Super Bowl. They get to be, you know, back on the field for two nights. So they put every ounce of heart and energy and, and football they have into it, and it's a really good two nights. How many kids normally do you get? You know, um, about fifty. You know, okay. we, we'd like that number to be two or three times that. We, we like I said, capacity is, is is virtually unlimited. We have plenty of plenty of space for folks, but we're a little bit limited because it's a very crowded week. That's a, you know, a lot of college camps, a lot of baseball still going on. Yep. A lot of high school camps start to kick off right around then. Uh, and, vacation. Uh, a lot of vacation. Yeah, good call. And, yep. Um, and it, it, you know, it says tight end on the roster. There's not, you know, there's not a lot of programs that play with tight ends. Anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. No. So I think it's important that you just said what you said. Look, if you're a quarterback, you want to get a bunch of throws in. Yeah. You know, come on down. Yeah, football is football. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a defensive back or a, a linebacker, you want to you want to learn a little bit and just get some some drops in so you can cover a couple of these guys. You know, let's go. Right. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And we have staff members that have played every position you can imagine. And, and you know. Just by default, you're going to get some really good instruction. And look, if you're a quarterback, Joe Setti can't keep making all the throws. So make sure that uh, you know, make sure that you help Joe Setti out because you know that arm is not what it uh, what it, it used to be. And I know that he, if he's listening, he's like, "Whatever, McGivern, you don't know about my arm anymore." But you know those Marquette high boys—they got thin skin, man. They got thin skin. Hey, what was the um, when when you started this? First of all, did you have any idea it would be going still going on nine years later? I would, you know, that would have been a nice goal to have. But no, it's it's hard to predict something like that. It's, it, we've had tremendous support from uh, the folks at Tech and from my buddies on the staff and, and all the high school coaches and people like yourself and you know Mark Stewart. You've, you've just been incredible advocates to, to to get us to where we are right now. We really do appreciate. Well, it. again, I want to thank Mass for 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 sending this and and saying, hey, can you can you help us? Um, and uh, Maz, you did you coach at Marquette for I did. a bit? I had the really good fortune to coach for uh, Coach Maz for four years at Marquette. They're they're great years. I learned a ton from him. He's, he's he's just a great football ambassador. Yeah, he is. He he is. And then from Marquette, you went where? Um, I took a year or two off when the the, the kids got really uh, <laughs> heavy at home, and Trust then uh, Coach Wozniak gave me the opportunity about four or five years ago to, to join him and help out uh, a little bit on the edges. It's when the kids are little, it's hard. I, I left high school coaching high school. Um, once we had our second okay. and, uh, I, I came home one night and my daughter knew all her nursery rhymes and I didn't teach her one of them. 
And I went, well, hold on here. You know what? Something's got to change. So I went to coach grade school for a while because it was only two nights a week and a game on on Saturday, and and you were done. And uh, with the idea that, look, when when Matthew gets to fifth grade, and and Coach Wallerstein was my assistant at Dominican, then he got the head JV and then moved up, and we made this pact that I would come and be his assistant once Matthew had his own team. And that's what we did, and cool. you know, got back to it. But I know exactly what you're. What, what you got to take your two off because it's important that you, that your marriage and your family <laughs> is more important yeah. than coaching football. Um, tough two years taking. Um, your- yeah, I love the game so much. Yes, it was very difficult in, 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 the, in the young men. I, you know, I, I miss being around them. Um, you know, like you said, I, I don't think anybody ever leaves football or coaching in general because of uh, they don't like the sport of the kids. It's it's outside. You know, outside pressures. Whether right. it's a job or family. Hey, what um, what do you get out of doing this camp? I um, mean, and and we talked about you know the kids and stuff, but but you personally, because again, this you don't start planning this thing the 18th of June and saying you know let's hope a couple kids. This is this takes some time and coordination. You have a template now of of what you're going to do, but it still takes a lot of time and sweat equity to get this thing um going. What do you get out of it? That's very nice you say about it. We do put in some work, but um. You know, somebody was re- very good to me at different times in my life on a football field, and I think, you know, there's an obligation to, to try to pay that back and pay it forward a little bit. Um, the staff feels the same way. I was very fortunate. Uh, my, my dad ran a, a series of camps that were um, on par, you know, were, were first-class camps that rivaled anywhere were free of cost um, when I was growing up. Really? I to witness that and be around that. and So I, I think I drew a lot of motivation from that, probably. Th- that's where that comes from. I, I think probably if I had Oh, there's no doubt. Back, yeah. Yeah, last show, um, we were talking about that part of our lives, and I grew up in on the east side of Milwaukee in this uh, large Irish family, and sure. Dad was a bricklayer and a mason, and, and the worst word in the English language was lazy. Yeah. Don't ever <laughs> let him call you lazy. And and that, you know, this whole McGivern clan, we've all got eight jobs, and we're running around like crazy people because we never want anybody to say, man, there, there lies a lazy man. And obviously your, your father instilled all of that in, in, in you as well. Does he ever come up for the camp? He does. He's been up a, a few years, and um, that, that's really fun to be able to share that with him and you know come full circle a little bit on that. He's, uh, him having to be an assistant is kind of fun to watch, but it, it is, it is, it's a good experience. Again, this uh, Milwaukee tight end camp, it's, free, it's a free camp. And, again, it's just not for tight end. As, as, as Jim had talked about, if you're a quarterback who wants to get some throws in, you're a lineman, if you're a defensive backer, a linebacker wants to drop into into coverage a little bit and and, and just kind of get you know get going again, this would be a great place for you. Seventh grade through through uh, seniors in high school, five p.m. to seven thirty p.m. Wednesday, June nineteenth, and Thursday, June twentieth. A couple of ways to get a hold and more information on this. You can email Jim. It's RJ Place P L A C E the number eighty nine at gmail dot com. RJ Place. 89 at gmail.com. Go on Facebook, MTEC, Milwaukee Tight End Camp, or Twitter's Milwaukee uh, TE Camp, Milwaukee TE Camp. We got two minutes before we get to a break. Your favorite memory of, of college football, good or bad? The, the memory that you think about, um, a big catch you made, a, a, team, a game that you guys won, going to a bowl game. Wait, what's your favorite memory? Boy, it'd be hard to pin it down um, to, to one. The, the relationships you develop, though, in, in, in five years like that are just incredible. And um, being able to stay and, and get two, you know, I was able to earn a master's all, all while in my five years there. And, you know, I think those those are probably the memories, the things you take kind of further into life rather than just the football that stand out. So being a, a, a true student athlete, 
was important to you. It, it was. It was, and I was lucky that, that the coaches allowed me to kind of pursue that and uh, go after that, and yeah, it was it was excellent. We we do a pick-and-save student-athlete of the week on most of the, the high school shows that sure, I do. Sure. And I, I got to tell you, Coach, when you read the paper, watch the news, you start getting a little bit depressed, yeah. right? And then I bring these kids in, and I ask them, it's a staple question, what motivated you? being such a good student-athlete, and I thought I would ask that the first couple of times and I'd come up with not, you know different questions. I've never left it because no answer is the same. And it's amazing to me where their motivation comes from. A lot of it is, hey, my, my older sister was a really good student-athlete, and I could, I, she was talking smack. I had, you know, a lot of sibling rivalry. So make sure that, that these three kids understand you know what, there's some sibling rivalry on the field in the court and also in the classroom, and you've got yourself something. Where was your motive? Where did your motivation come from? Um, I, I was fortunate to be you – know, I, I played for a really good program in high school. I went to an excellent high school in, in Dayton, Ohio, and, uh, again, growing up around it with my dad and my mother, who was actually very supportive of all that. You know, it started at home, started at the kitchen table every yeah. day. Yeah, and, and they, they, they let you know that it, it is a true privilege to play football. It's not a right. That's that's very well put. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you don't you don't have the right. You know what? You want to earn yourself. You want to earn a chance to play football. Here's what you've got to do. Hey, let's get to a break again. We are talking with Jim Place, Milwaukee tight end camp coming up June 19th and 20th. This is the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Jim Place. If you uh, high school football in this area, he's coached a number of years and certainly giving back to the communities. Right now, the uh, the assistant uh, coach at Rufus King. How's that team going to be this year? You got some kids back? There's always promise. Yeah, the, the, the roster is a, it's a very much from from what I can tell. My my four or five years there, it's a, it's a re reload type scenario as opposed to a rebuild. Coach Wozniak really has that humming well, and yeah, it's a great place to be. Yeah. And no doubt, he's also the uh, the founder and director of the Milwaukee Tight End Camp from 2010 to the present, and uh, this is a uh, a free camp. And a number of ways to get more information on this. Uh, one is to uh, to email uh, Jim. It's RJ Place number 89. RJ Place number 89 at gmail.com. And uh, Facebook is MTEC Milwaukee Tight End Camp. Twitter is Milwaukee TE Camp. Milwaukee Tight End Camp number of ways to to get more information on this and uh jim would certainly he's a great advocate and a good ambassador obviously for this camp he's the president and founder of it it's a two-day free camp that you can uh get your 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 kids involved in grades seven through twelve what if a, a kid that's in sixth grade but is pretty well uh Develop. What do you guys do? Really do you... glad you said that. We're 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 a little bit uh, fungible on that seventh grade. Okay. Uh, yeah, we we've, we've been a lot younger than that. And oh, you have. Yeah, and you're going to be safe and you're going to be protected and, and and it's yeah. Do parents stick around and watch? Some do. Yeah. Some we we um we're fortunate we have people come from all over the state. So somebody making a two hour drive for this camp is probably not going to you know, go back and forth. So yeah, they'll hang out and watch. And it's it's really neat to be right in the middle. You know, Tech's such a beautiful facility and they're so gracious to to partner with us and uh, to be right in the middle of downtown. That's nice of them. It is incredible. It doesn't yeah. happen without them. And, it's and, awesome. Yeah, Coach Maz and Marquette is also a huge partner, and it would not happen without him. And, yeah, I'm very fortunate. Invest, invest in yourself as an athlete and a young man. And understand, and we talked about this earlier in the show, you're going to go and you're going to re- receive specific instructions. 
an assistant meeting, you know, the demands of, of not only the tight end possession position, but as Jim said, if you're a quarterback, want to get some throws in, be a great spot. You want to be uh, offensive lineman and, 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 and learn some things and defensive back, cornerbacks, stuff like that. If you're a football player, you know, you can show, you can show up because you're going to learn stuff, uh, a bunch of stuff. It's a free camp. You're going to need a shirt and some snacks. Just make sure you dress appropriate athletic shorts and shirts and football shoes for the field turf and and come ready um, to work. I like the fact that he really talks about the different aspects of work ethic and character development, which I think is very important. You can teach a kid all day long how to catch a football and how to block, but if he doesn't have a work ethic and you and he, he's never heard the word, the term character development, I don't know what that means, you guys will help them in that process, help them through that 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 journey, um, Coach. When when uh, when these fifty kids uh, show up, can you talk a little bit about day one at this camp? Five o'clock, you guys. What, what do you start with? So yeah, it's you know we don't have a ton of time. We have five hours, and like I said, this is our Super Bowl. This is our, our two nights at camp. We uh, we don't get to coach these kids year round, so it's action packed. You will not be sitting. Well, that's not entirely true. We spend some time to talk here and there, right? But you're going to be moving uh, much of that five hours over the two nights. Um, we we really stress the diversity and the, the, the holistic approach to playing tight end. You, you got to be able to block, and you got to be able to block a defensive end to, to play that position effectively. So we're going to spend a ton of time on that. We're going to teach you how to do it as a tight end, not necessarily as an O lineman, because it is a little different. Um, and then you know, and you're going to see a lot of balls too. What makes it different? Um, generally, your body type. You're, yeah. you're generally blocking somebody that's probably a little stronger than you, and probably a little heavier than you. you and know, maybe a little quick. Well, and if it's an end, maybe a little quicker. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. We, we like to think we're the best athletes on the field when you look at all the different uh, skills we bring to the table. But yeah, you know, you, I'm sure. I'm sure people may may have discussions with you on that one. But, yeah, you know, it's a little editorial. Yeah, that's um, all right. You know what? <laughs> if you don't believe it, nobody will believe it. So you got to keep singing that one. That's a fact. Yeah, there's no doubt. Hey, the um. Do you watch the draft? Are you an NFL guy? Yeah, I try to watch as much football as I can. I love it. The, the tight end that the Packers drafted. Uh, any uh, any idea on, on this kid? I, I didn't know of him. I certainly watched a bunch of film then after. Yeah. And uh, boy, I, I I don't know if blocking his forte is his yeah. forte, but he gets down the field a little bit. Looked pretty elite in that regard. Yeah, Isn't big he? time. Yeah, yeah, big time. That and when you talked about that that position changing and evolving over the years. Um, did did you see that coming? I, I didn't, but it, it makes a lot of sense. It's um, you know, a lot of it is so much things have become so much more quantitative and analytical. And if you think about it, being able to on paper reduce a box, which means you know take big guys kind of out uh, away from the ball uh, with with by by using wide receivers as opposed to tight end. I, I understand why that is seductive to offensive coordinators. Over the years, do you, do you have a favorite tight end? Um, sure. You know, I was very fortunate at a young age to meet Keith Jackson, uh, oh, man. you know, who Packer fans all know. Sure. One of those free camps I went to actually growing up that my dad put on. There are a lot of Dayton um, uh, pro athletes that, that brought their buddies back and put a big one on in town. And he was he was part of that. And, I, you know, he was such a good guy. He was really, you know, really was um, just just a, a great coach. Uh, the, the two days I got to spend with him. And I, I you know, from then I, I followed his entire career. Wow. Kellen Winslow for yeah. me. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know what? Yeah. He. Look, I, I don't know when it started changing, but he was the guy that, that I thought, man, this isn't your typical tight end. No. This guy's beating D-backs down the field. And you know what? He There, there was the one game that he showed his heart, man. Yeah. You remember yeah, the game sure, I'm talking about? Sure. He showed his heart because he, he, he kept getting knocked down and knocked out, and he kept coming back. Yeah. And uh, he, that for me was that, – that was the first time that I remember really paying attention 
to that position. I mean, there had been great tight ends prior to that, but they were guys that blocked a lot and maybe caught yeah. something short over the middle. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he was stretching the field. And it, it was pretty cool to watch. And I don't know if, if that's when when you know general managers and, and college coaches started saying, look, we need to use position. But for me personally, he was the guy that you went – like, and certainly Gronkowski has been, he's a yeah. freak. Yeah. You know, I, he's a guy that just, you know, he changed that whole position kind of. Yeah. And a lot of credit to him because he still blocks. He's not allowed him to block anymore. He, 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 he mauls like an offensive tackle. He's yeah. still really impressive. Yeah. There, there's no, there's no doubt. Um, Wisconsin Badgers have had a great run. Iowa's had a great run yeah. with, with tight ends. But like you said, not everybody's even, you know, using a tight end anymore. They're going five wide and, and, yeah, I, I don't know if I like that. I, I don't know if you do either. <laughs> you know what camp I'm in on that debate, but right. uh, I, I just think you have somebody, and this is actually a quote from Kellen Winslow, I'm going to butcher it a little bit, but he said somebody that's, that, that's the closest target to the quarterback and it's the largest target on the field. I don't know why you wouldn't want to use them more. And You really can pierce and penetrate defenses from angles that uh, that you can't with wide receivers. Yeah, and the Packers have tried since Finley. Yeah. They have tried to find somebody to duplicate what he was able to duplicate for them. And they keep going through guys, and they keep trying. I, you know, I, I thought, you know, maybe Jimmy Graham's going to be able to do that. I think he's he's long in the tooth a little bit, probably. That's that's a position that I don't I don't know the longevity that 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 you have because you're yeah. blocking big guys and you're getting knocked down yeah. and you're trying to stretch the field. But they they keep trying to find that next guy like Finley. I think it's challenging. And it's a priority because I you know I hear a lot of coaches say I would like to have one. They just, you know, they're not being produced like they used to be in high school and college. And it's much, in my opinion, it's tougher to game plan for a really, really tough tight end as opposed to a wide receiver. You know, I, I think that uh, it puts a, deep, a little stress, a little more stress on a defense. Kind of like the the fullback position. Yeah, yeah, that's another one's kind of gone extinct as well. It's, yeah, but when you have a really good one, you see the difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, you see the difference. Now they're, you know, when they need a fullback because they don't have one on the roster, they're taking a tight end, putting yeah. it back there. They're taking alignment. And yeah. putting them back there because it's fourth and one, and they need what the t- what the fullback would bring, and a guy like William Henderson, you, you don't see those guys anymore. No, that's a shame. It probably starts at the youth level. They're just not being coached up at young levels hey, anymore. Hey, has Connie turned you into a, a, a true blue Packer fan? How does that work? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you can't yeah. live here and not be. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's part of the DNA up here. I, I, You're not a Browns, Bengals. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with the Bengals, but I, you know, it, that's hard. hard. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother, but you know what? They they may have some good things coming. The Browns, I think, have now you know they're yeah. they're they're a team that everybody's sure. talking about, and the Bengals are still yeah they're still kind of same old same old. That's uh, do you get debate. do you get back home much? I, as as much as I can, you know this is this is my home now. This is where I'm raising my kids. Right. I still have roots down in Ohio. Um, and I, I still love it. It's a great football state, just like Wisconsin. Reds or Indians? Uh, I grew up watching the Reds. Yeah, absolutely. Grew up watching the Reds. But I'm full blown Brewers now. You are. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Man, I got to meet Connie because you know <laughs> she has. Uh, you're now a cheesehead. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's a great hey, place. thank you so much. It's really good to see you again. Uh, thank coach, you for thank doing you. this and yeah. and giving back to the community the way that you guys do. This Milwaukee tight end camp again, uh, June 19th and 20th. If we get a chance, maybe just prior to that or after, we should. We should get you back in to talk a little bit about it. That'd be really nice, Coach, and thank you for all you've done over the past decade to make this camp happen. You've been a huge, huge advocate. Thank you, man. Very much. I appreciate that. You can Facebook uh, get more information. MTEC, MTEC, or on Twitter, Milwaukee TE Camp, Milwaukee TE Camp, on Twitter. He's Jim Place. Again, that's uh, a free camp, and you want to get your kids involved in it. This is the Youth Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Lifestyles of famous Wisconsinites goes inside the home of Wayne Larravee. Welcome. Oh, this is Gina Della from Pella. We're just happy to stop by the day of the show. So, Wayne, your fans would love to know... About your new windows from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Whose show is this? Sorry, but we're all a little on edge these days. I may need to keep this gig. My new Pella windows are beautiful. Our house is warmer, and I love how the patio door has blinds between the glass. But you don't need to live a famous lifestyle to afford them. Well, then I guess that's a wrap. Visit Pella W. Liberty Mutual Insurance presents. When generic insurance takes hold, one handsome man and one flightless bird. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.